Hello everyone, and welcome to the Fresh Podcast Market. I'm Panda, and I'm here with my friend Teresa. How are you, Teresa? Panda, I am okay. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Today, I decided that I was going to clean with a capital C, and I, I decluttered and swept the living room. I vacuumed the den. I always get the the quote unquote names of those two rooms confused. Even though which one is which is the CRTV smash area, the den, and then the living room where your regular TV is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, you got it. I figured it out. It's the fine. the den is the one with the carpet in it. It's the yeah. only room with carpet in the house. Interesting. I you I don't know if you noticed when you were here, but yeah, we have carpet in literally one room and none others. Oh my god, you do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I wasn't in Jeebs's room that time, so but well, actually has... no, the door was open, so it yeah. has regular wood floor Everything like all the rest is of the wood rooms. Floor. Wow. But yeah, I I vacuumed the the one carpet that we have and Hell then yeah. I I wiped down the counters in the kitchen and swept and I just just did a bunch of cleaning that really needed to be done. I feel that on Monday I like deep cleaned um the bathroom that Bass and I hang out in and then <laughs> yesterday is that the upstairs bathroom no that's the downstairs, the, downstairs bathroom. Bathroom. The, the basement bathroom the goblin bathroom the goblin bathroom there's three bathrooms in my house for people who have never been in my home before i always forget about the other bathroom but sure enough it's there, there. there's three so i cleaned the bathroom and then i also vacuum the upstairs we have like we have a runner that leads from my steps i don't know if you were here when the runner was put in um, but we have a runner that leads from uh, the main floor up until the second floor of my house. And oh, I don't think so. Goes down the hallway. So yeah, I vacuumed the steps in the runner, and then I vacuumed the rug in my house. My rug can stay schleppy. I have my uh, I have the record <laughs> player on the floor of my room. When I was like, "Fuck it, I'm not picking this up yet," so <laughs> I didn't vacuum my room. But I vacuumed my mom's room in the hallway, which is more important than anything else. So hell yeah! What have you been watching lately? Oh, panda. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so first of all, I finished the act. Yeah? Oh, boy. Yeah? Oh, boy. Let me uh, hoofa-doofa. Real quick, should I watch the act? Um, yes, because I want you to suffer. Okay. Um, this This is how I feel about the act. The act is good. Like, it is good like that i've heard it's good the acting is good it was nominated for emmys if that draws anybody in i thought that the writing seemed i shouldn't say plausible because like this whole i know that some things were kind of filled in a little bit because i do know for a fact uh, this was not made without gb what was i against grb's (laughs) uh, approval so a lot of it kind of was like well we're just gonna make this work for tv and i enjoyed it however i got such bad secondhand embarrassment oh that's my worst thing i'm so bad about secondhand embarrassment so i let's so for people who know me obviously know like i literally just never shut the fuck up and um (laughs) i very 
and I talk at the top of my goddamn lungs always. So it takes very little to actually embarrass me. However, I got such bad secondhand embarrassment from this because it showed my one true weakness. And there is an episode where they go to a convention, like they go to a comic con oh, no. situation. Oh no. <laughs> oh my God. Oh no. It's so... Teresa Con Attender Navarro. Literally, I. Oh my God. I cringed so bad watching it. And I like had to look at my mom's like, Mom, I can tell you this right now. If you're in a wheelchair at a convention, good fucking luck. You're not moving. People are not nice to you. People don't move out of the way. You have to yell. <laughs> it's really unfortunate it really is unfortunate and like for instance i go to a handful of conventions that are heavily elevator necessary and i always make sure that like people in wheelchairs people in walkers people who clearly people yeah like i always try to make sure that that person has room and i will wait i don't mind fucking waiting like where am i gonna go unless like i have to be at a panel or something like that or a photo shoot like where the fuck am i gonna go like even my friends i can give them a text say hey i'll be there in pen yeah it's fine but for people like i understand that and like i'm always willing to move i'm always willing to walk around people the thing i hate the most at cons though are people who wear those giant inflatable costumes i hate it I hate it. I think they should be banned, but that's just me. But I'm a fun sucker, whatever. But to go back to the act, so that gave me huge secondhand embarrassment. And then when she meets, matches her internet boyfriend, who in this series, he has multiple personality disorder and his bad personality. I'm doing air quotes, by the way, is a vampire named Victor. And I don't know how true this is that, that he had a multiple personality named Victor, but also that Victor was very much so into BDSM. And however, they show this poor actress in, I'm going to assume it's a rock star wig. I haven't seen rock star wigs with my eyes since maybe 2017. However, I think it might be a rock star wig, a rainbow rock star wig. And she had a persona for every wig that she wore. And her rainbow wig was named Candy. And she <laughs> literally, like, daddy dom little girl her way through her webcam. Oh and then when she wore a red wig, she was named Ruby. <laughs> and she needed Ruby's evil stepmother to be punished. So there's, like, this whole weird thing about, like wearing wigs and role-playing which first of all if you ever have worn a wig in your life fuck that i would not role play with a wig i on. cannot imagine oh comfortably God. having sex in with a wig a on wig. thank you thank you ever. Like maybe one of those really really nice ones like an everyday wear wig i could see maybe like okay sure yeah. but like not the type of wig that you're likely to wear for a cosplay for those were sure. cosplay wigs 100 those were cosplay wigs and I had to see that with my own two eyes with my mother sitting next to me. And then when he tries to like show her, like to encourage her to be into BDSM, what he shows her is a Beauty and the Beast beast with Snow White wax play fan art. And I was like, and my mom was like, what is that? <laughs> I was like, and out loud, I was like, wax play. 
wax play? You're trying to get her into wax play? How can you do that over the computer? Mom goes, what is wax play? And then as on the TV, he's like, BDSM. And my mom's like, okay, so obviously the SM part stands for sadomasochism. What is the BDSM part? And I'm like, oh, no. So mean. I'm so sorry. I mean, my mom doesn't give a shit. I've, I've had to describe to my mom what an incel is. One time I had to tell my mom what bukkake was. Another time I had to tell her what snowballing is. Like, she doesn't give a shit that I know what all of this means. She's thankful. Yeah, but like, just for her and like i i like as i said i just got i watch a lot of stuff with my mom like i was like 12 years old my mom took me to see black swan in theaters like my mom and i we have no problem (laughs) with watching shit together and i was just like oh no It was, I haven't felt secondhand embarrassment that badly in a really long time. So that's been the act. It is good. I do recommend it. <laughs> but then I also started watching Shirobako, which is an anime about women working in the animation industry. And Interesting. I'm nine episodes in and I'm really enjoying it so far. And um, I wasted like 10 minutes. Panda, what have you been watching? <laughs> Okay, I'm going to tell you what I've been watching, but you can't make fun of me. Okay, what have you been watching? I started watching Thundercats Roar. Okay, I can't even diss you for that because I unironically was obsessed with the Thundercats 2011 remake. Well, Thundercats Roar is like the 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 Teen Titans go of oh, the Thundercats universe. But honestly, like I love Thundercats. Like I unironically love Thundercats. See, that's the thing is that okay, defense of Thundercats Roar right here. Uh-huh. Uh one, I definitely get the feeling that the people who are making it have like a deep love for the Thundercats series. It's the same feeling I get when watching She-Ra and seeing like the little details that they've like sprinkled in like the like characters that they pull in for like side characters Mm -hmm. and stuff that are clearly inspired by the original show and it feels like there is like an attention to detail in adaptation for this even if it is like a little kiddie show okay also it's got like this really it's got like this squishy animation style that I really enjoy and I feel like they do some fun things with like the action sequences that like when I watch it I one thing that I do not get the feeling for is that they are phoning in on the the animation like it really feels like there's they probably because I, I know a lot of Cartoon Network shows use like hand drawn animation outsourced through like Asian, Japanese or Korean animation companies, but like it just it like there it there's a pleasant look to the animation that it doesn't have like the flash style animation that you expect from something like Teen Titans Go. Okay, and I just I feel like it is. Although it is definitely not for, like, it's for kids. Like, yeah. it, this isn't one of those shows. It's not like Steven Universe where it's one of these things that's clearly, like, an all-ages type thing. Like, mm-hmm. like Thundercats Roar is clearly aiming for a younger audience. But, like, it's just, I think that it's fun and it's cute. I really like the, 
the character designs. It feels a lot like if I were given the task to redesign the Thundercats, that this is similar to what I would come up with because it's a very similar cartoony style to the way that I draw things. Okay. Yeah, and you I, do have a very certain style, but it's charming. It, I just I like I, I just I like it. I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. And I wish that I could go on Tumblr and look up fan art for it without being inundated with people whining about how much they hate it and i'm sorry it's not for you like they're not making this cartoon to appeal to 20 and 30 somethings who care about thundercats like let your children watch it this is the point for kids and like the fact that i enjoy it is like ancillary to the fact that it exists like I, I actually do love that isn't it like relatively new too it is it debuted last year and mm-hmm. i had seen the first episode around the time that it came out and mm-hmm. then i saw that it was on hulu so oh. it's just been what i put on like in the middle of the day if i like just want to chill out or you know time like to poison audrey's take recommended feed on hulu <laughs> i i genuinely do love thundercats so i am kind yeah. of curious about Look, it i think it's i think it's worth ch- like if you really do like really like thundercats i think it's worth at least checking out a little bit and if it's just not like if it's not for you i say this to the general audience not just to you specifically if mm-hmm. it's not for you that's fine go watch the 2011 thundercats that got canceled unfortunately r.i.p like i know that it's sad that 2011 thundercats got canceled but thundercats roar doesn't have anything to do with that and exactly just let children have a dumb cartoon not everything Mm -hmm. has to be for you i know that like like being for kids doesn't make something immune to criticism but at a certain point you have to understand like what is a show going for what is it trying to do if it's trying to be cutesy entertainment for children then like just let it be that plus like as if you have any room to talk like original thundercats was like this groundbreaking concept (laughs) honestly yeah (laughs) it's just a tv show for kids like just the same way that original thundercats was for i mean thundercats was made to sell toys like it wasn't even made to like i mean he-man was more of a toy seller cartoon than thundercats Mm -hmm. but like yeah i mean they all were that whole whole time period was i mean ninja turtles was she was one thing i will say i don't have any like specific evidence to back this up but i do feel like there are queer people on the staff of this show because there have been several characters who are female characters that are like big buff ladies and are not like it's not like it's not like when you have a a buff lady character and the joke is like oh like she's so manly or whatever like they're just characters but like they're big buff ladies and i feel like that's very lesbian of somebody on the staff and quite literally have you ever met anybody in animation (laughs) i'm just like i i'm just saying i like i don't want to seem like i am i mean i am projecting but i don't want to like i like i feel a kinship with some of the the people on this staff because like through some of the character design i can tell that like there is given you food 
they've given you there food. there's some there's some family influence here <laughs> anyway that's yeah. thundercast for anything else i mean i've been watching other things but i don't want to take up too much of the the Fair. time i've been still kind of going through uh Yu hawk show uh-huh. and jimmy and i are still watching hannibal we're in the third season now and that's the last season so there there's some parts of it that have been not as good but mm-hmm. it's fine nice. <laughs> some of it is it, it's adapting some of the original hannibal like book material that is also not very good so oh, there there's complicated stuff there but ultimately like we are enjoying hannibal and i'm I, glad that's I, all that matters at the end I of think the day I think it's really a great show, and I hope at some point that maybe it gets picked up for another season. From I mean, like, I would love that for Pushing Daisies too, but that yes, really never I happened. mean, yes. Look, I will Pushing not Daisies argue fan nineteen ninety four has logged on. <laughs> I will not argue that Pushing Daisies is the superior Brian Fuller property. Thank you. I just think that. Uh, Hannibal probably has the more vocal fan base behind oh, it. Oh, most definitely. Because, because of the gays. I feel like a spinoff podcast series where we just watch Pushing Daisies together, you and me. Dude, Tease, like, I would absolutely be down to... I have so many feelings about pushing i really i have not seen all of pushing daisies i watched some of it when i was in high school because i like had a friend that really liked it but i never really got to like watch all of it and i watched it ongoing i watched it maybe once we finish hannibal i can convince jimmy to watch pushing daisies and maybe even if we don't do a podcast maybe you and i you could do a simultaneous rewatch of pushing i would love that while we're doing it i've never finished a single rewatch that i've watched of it (laughs) we because when jimmy and i watch things we usually watch like one or two episodes while we're eating dinner like every night so i we could probably make it very like regular if we were to keep up watching Mm -hmm. pushing daisies with you if you're interested in trying to do that yeah i dare it maybe i'll do a stream and just force people to oh worm if you did a stream i would totally jump in i and... think it's available on prime so hell yeah I'll see what i can do all right well that sidebar is over here at the fresh podcast market we are a real podcast about fake podcasts and we sure are panda who turns it <laughs> i think it's mine okay go off um i have an idea kind yeah. of yeah. and i'm not i need to I need to give you this idea to determine whether or not I think it's actually a, like a solid idea for okay. a podcast. But I'm gonna say like two words to you, and then I'll I'll kind of explain what I mean by that. I can and feel my those blood words are tsunami podcast. Okay, and. What I mean by that is this would be a podcast that would probably starting with like it like this would be like a multi-year endeavor. Oh, I most definitely. And and it would be starting off with just like it would be a weekly podcast because nobody mm-hmm. wants a fucking daily podcast or like God, no. more, more to the point. No one wants to do a daily podcast, God, no. but uh, it would be like going through like a 
When I say season, I mean more literally like season of the year. Okay. And like each week, like watching what would be a block of shows that appeared on Toonami. Okay. And so like watching like each week being like watching one like the one episode of each show that would have been shown on like a block of Toonami and sort of discussing the shows in and of themselves usually Mm -hmm. like because a lot of it was anime talking Mm -hmm. about like the English dub and stuff like that maybe like the history of how Toonami got started a little bit I don't know I was thinking about Toonami recently because I was thinking about how cool it was that Cartoon Network tried to devote like a block of time to highlighting like anime and related stuff when showing things to to I guess children young teens teenagers I feel like that's how a lot of people got like their first introduction to anime and adult swim notwithstanding would I was gonna say would there be like an after hours podcast where it's adult swim episode blocks too i Um, mean if if they if the people doing the podcast wanted to put in that effort possibly it would be fun it would be fun but i don't know i think it's interesting to look at like what kind of stuff was shown on toonami over Mm -hmm. the years and like what stuff was considered okay for kids versus what was relegated to adult swim Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I so shockingly, I never was into Toonami as a kid. I watched my Sailor Moon. I watched my Flint the Time Detective. <laughs> I watched my assorted Digimon and Pokemon and my Cardcaptor Sakura. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> I never watched Naruto. I never watched One Piece. I never watched Bleach until much later in life and all that. Um, So for me, Toonami was like this really weird enigma. And I'm kind of curious because for so many people, Toonami is a time capsule. It brings them back to a certain age, a certain time period in their life and stuff like that. And so many of these series that still clearly affect anime watchers to this day is in part because of Toonami. And uh, like you said, I think because it is so many people's first introductions to anime, it really does make a difference. I'm just curious how you would figure out what episodes were shown for what blocks. And I mean, also, do you want to sit through like all of Bo 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 Bo? I mean, (laughs) not necessarily, but I think as like a historical artifact, the fact that Bo 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 was shown to people of a certain age during that time. (laughs) Well, it's more like I just like it was really I don't know anything about it either. I watched like kind of a little bit of my friend's little brother was into it, but he was was not begrudgingly. I was not into it, but, like, I was aware of it. Same. And I don't know. I just, I think, like, there are some of these things that you could probably, like, sum up with, like, just a little, like, two sentence. This is what happened in that episode. God, the show is weird. Whereas other things you would probably go more into. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. I 
so like it wouldn't necessarily be like you have to split the time equally between discussing each show that happened just sort of well i feel like there's probably somewhere that someone has kept like record of when certain shows were shown on toonami even if you couldn't necessarily nail down like the individual episode i Mm -hmm. feel like there's Okay. It's not impossible so, to find. I feel like there are enough shows that were on fact on Toonami that you easily could do. Alright, hear me out. What if you did a three-part series per like month? Like maybe even a four-part. So it's one a week, like each month you do a different Toonami series. And the first part would talk about the series itself. I mean, give like a general concept of like, would it be a plot summary? Yeah. When it was on, if you watched it as a kid and what you remember about it as a kid. Yeah, you're better at organizing this stuff than I am. I'm just like, do whatever. The second week would be everybody rewatches like the first season or whatever was shown on Toonami or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then you talk about if it still holds up, if it's worth it, and then maybe maybe we could flip it. Oh, fuck yeah. Next year, Uzumaki is showing on Toonami. Fuck yeah. I just remembered that all over again. Um, oh, yeah. I'm very excited. I also really love Colin Stetson, so I'm super God, excited I for his score. The Uzumaki show does not suck. I hope it's so fucking flavorful. The only, the only, like, I'm extremely excited, especially having seen, like, the trailers and stuff. Yes. But, like, the only thing that leaves me worried is how bad the Junji Ito collection was. Yeah, that was rough. I, uh, I didn't really watch very much of it, but I... I watched enough clips to know. I've heard... But then another week could perhaps, so maybe you might want to switch week two and three. One week could be the discussion of who were the main players of bringing it to Toonami, like who did the the translation, who did the voiceover dub and stuff like that. Is the dub different than the sub? Like, for instance, when we think about like Yu Yu Hakusho and like how much the Yu Yu Hakusho anime is different like the English dub is sometimes actually considered better than the Japanese sub. Oh, worm. Yeah. So like metal gear, this cowboy makes me feel better about the fact that I've been watching the dub. Yeah. When people say watch, um, watch Yu Yu Hakusho, it's suggested to watch it in the English dub. A lot of times people suggest Yu Yu Hakusho, metal gear, solid cowboy bebop and metal and, gear solid. Yes. People love the metal gear solid dub to the point where people consider that the better experience than the original. Okay. Japanese. You're, you're obviously talking about the games. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. There's no metal gear anime. Yeah. No, um, just the fact that you were mentioning it among other anime. I'm so sorry. Threw me off for a second. And then I realized. I'm so sorry. And then ghost stories, like those seem to be, like oh well before. ghost stories is it's a mess goals. and like so for instance like there's lore actually behind the ghost stories dub like yeah they weren't necessarily given the script so they kind of were just told to do whatever yeah. the fuck they want and originally they were told that they were going to redub it once a year every year so that's why <laughs> there's so many goofs and they were just like totally threw it to shit because they didn't care because next year they were just going to do it over again anyway yeah. and then there was not enough money in the funding so they're just like fuck it we're just going to do whatever the hell we want yeah so i feel like there's probably tons of things that we don't know especially like earlier anime that like there was this language barrier i mean yeah. technically toonami started in 1997 so that's 
Thundercats uh cartoon roulette which I'm pretty sure was like smaller shorter like mm-hmm. one shot episodes original Voltron and then real adventures of Johnny Quest like that's yeah. nowhere near what Toonami is that we know about now yeah see and I yet, was also thinking like, about like a history of like what was shown on Toonami would be yeah. really interesting and apparently there's like all these different blocks of different eras of Toonami so you could talk about how they were different and how they changed yeah. and stuff like that and I think because it is such a nostalgic thing for so many people I guess maybe the fourth week you could have a guest it could either be somebody who like worked on the episode somebody or someone who's like a really big fan of the episode and then learned like got to experience I don't know I just feel there definitely is something but that is a very huge undertaking which you are describing you know you know what really got me thinking about this is a youtuber that I enjoy who goes by the name of Billiam okay uh, did a video about Zatch Bell. Oh. Do you remember Zatch Bell? I all? never watched it, but I know what it is. Yeah, I I watched like the first episode or two, but I never really got into it. And I just like remembered seeing like adverts for Zatch Bell and stuff like it. And mm-hmm. like apparently like Zatch Bell seems to be cooler than people gave it credit for. And like I feel like that's probably the case for a lot of random stuff that ended mm-hmm. up on Toonami. And yeah. so I was just like I was thinking about Toonami and like all of the random stuff that I was exposed to because of it being shown on the Mm -hmm. Toonami block. I was not like a, I was not like a religious adherent to catching Toonami when it was on, but like I would see it and I would occasionally catch things that were showing on Toonami. And I just, I know how important it was to a lot of people as part of their interest in animated shows and whatnot. Yeah. I Because like I said, I know that Toonami was a lot of people's introduction to anime. I think that's a great idea, Panned. Wow. You did it. Do you have a name for this podcast? I don't. Come on. Come on. Bring it home. Bring it home. Come on. Let's do it. Podnami. God damn Sorry. it, Panda. I know. Look, Bill is really bad and I, I own up to that. <laughs> okay, so his name is Tom. That's like the mascot. Yeah. So you could always do... Hmm, what's a funny play on Tom? I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. Pod. Baby's first anime. No. <laughs> oh. I mean, I guess you could just call it Toonami Today is Terrible. Cartoon Sweatworth. Because, like, also Toonami wasn't just anime. Like, now we think of it as just anime, but it wasn't. I mean, Samurai Jack was yeah. Toonami. I don't know. We will leave this nameless, I guess. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I... I know that if we thought about it more, that uh-huh. we would probably come up with a name, but it's just, yeah. like... We don't have time. No, time to no. sit here and think. Unfortunately, no more. But I, I'm I'm glad that this idea went over well. Basically, yeah. But yeah, so that was that was this week at the Fresh Podcast Market. I guess 
if if you would like to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at Fresh Pod Market. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Impandanata Tease. Where can people find you online? Oh my god, you could find me so many fucking places. So many places. So many places. So uh, you could follow me at Vicunia, which is my main Twitter, V-I-C-U-N-A-D. I... And we are getting very close on my other podcast, Authors Note Don't Like Don't Listen, yeah! a fandom history podcast. Uh, yeah, you can follow us. We are like recording our fourth episode this week. Um, I think we're going to start pumping out episodes to the public like next week. So you have you to wanna... message me literally when the episode is going up. Oh, most definitely. So you can so follow the, us at Authors Note Pod. Subscribe. Yeah. Um, Authors Note Pod. It's really fun. The first episode, you get to hear all my dirty laundry about all of the fan fiction I've written and all of the fandoms I've read fan fiction for. And I embarrass myself a shit ton in it. And I'm really excited for this podcast a lot. And then not to plug an empty space, but you can uh, follow The Reticulation, which is upcoming project that I am working with with my good pal Audrey we are a pop culture website that is dedicated to raising LGBT and minority voices and very soon we're going to start posting some previews and starting to post some information about us because we're going to try to kickstart the whole entire site in October which is really scary but really exciting at the same time and this has been a long time coming so if you want to follow us and give it some support I would really appreciate that you can also Send us ideas for podcasts at both of our personal Twitters as well as our Twitter and our email, which is freshpodcastmarket at gmail.com. If you would like to support the show, you can do it on Kofi, that is ko-fi.com slash freshpodcastmarket. And if you, I don't feel like we have any other plugs. I thought there was a thing that I was going to say at the end of my sentence and then. You are fine. Don't worry. <laughs> We have a Tumblr. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oops. But if you like this show, give us a rate and review on iTunes. That's a thing that we've never said that I'm going to say. <laughs> or I yeah, guess it's I guess Apple so. Podcasts now. Oh. I don't, I don't know anything. So, yeah. If you liked our theme song, that was Colosex Sunset by Hopefully Not Bad Lib on SoundCloud.com. That is our producer, my wife, at Jimothy Jam, J A A M, on Twitter. And thank you for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Teresa. Thanks for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Panda. Everybody, it's time to relive your childhood and watch your favorite 90s anime. Have a good night. <laughs>